To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. 20 days in the grand scheme of things seems pretty good to me, don't you reckon? Despite the moaning in the poll showing a level of impatience about it all, it's deal day and new government of the parliament cracks on as of December 5. Political editor Jason Walls back. Jason, morning. Good morning. When you last on this program, you said it'll be Thursday, Friday. You were right. Thursday, Friday it is. How did you get to be that clever? <laughs> well, you know, I would love to say sources and just a good old hustle, but I think at the end of the day, it was some guesswork, but I think it was educated guesses. I mean, I knew I knew that it would take some time to get the deputy prime minister stuff across the line. I knew it would take some time to get the last niggly pieces down. So, yeah, no, it's uh, always good to be right for once. Yeah, no, that is true. Now, I'll tell you where I think I'm right today. They're going to split the job for deputy. What do you reckon? Oh, see, I disagree with you there. I don't think they're going to do that. We talked to Winston yesterday, and he seemed to balk at the idea and say that that's never been done in New Zealand's history and seemed to suggest it's not something that would be done um, now. And it just kind of seems a little bit impractical. I mean, you've got two strong cases for people that could be deputy prime minister. I mean, I guess putting it together could be something, but it would be a really it would be a big move from what we've done in the past. Doesn't mean it wouldn't happen, but I just think it's less likely than just sticking either Winston or Seymour there. Ten dollars either way. Here's why I think it's going to go that way. What he said yesterday is that his indication was they're not going to have two deputy prime ministers at the same time. So they'll split it half and half. And that's the elegant way of getting around it because both wouldn't give. Yeah, I suppose that's something that we'll find out later today. I mean, we've got the, um, the we've got the layout of who's going to be in cabinet later in the afternoon and the signing ceremony first. So if that is the case, I mean, there'll be a number of questions. It sort of seems like two divorced parents um, and the child being the country a little bit. But um, we'll see how that one works out. December 5, why? Why aren't they cracking on this Tuesday? See, it's an interesting question because they've been in negotiations essentially for um, more than a month, if you count, when the specials were voted. And it seems like they've definitely got the legislative agenda locked in. So I don't understand why they aren't just going on Tuesday. Parliament starts sitting on Tuesday so they could get the cabinet sworn in on Monday and then they could get on with it Tuesday. And from a government that's been talking about how they're wanting to move exceptionally quick, it seems a bit weird that they're waiting for a a whole nother week. But um, we'll ask him about that today as well and seem to get a little bit bit of um, specificity around that one as well. I'm more excited about the policy, who's given up what and who hasn't versus the jobs. What about you? Yeah, well, I mean, what I'm looking forward to is seeing the detail of this coalition agreement, because I think what's been lost in this whole period is, yes, it's taken 40 days and 40 nights, but what we're dealing with is a three-way coalition. They're not just talking about policies that they've got across the line. They need to actually have a foundational document that beds in what's happening over the next three years. It's an incredibly hard thing to actually do, and it's in the scheme of things, it hasn't taken that long to do something like this. In the past, we've had a coalition partner and somebody supplying confidence along the side. It's nowhere near as complex. Think about it like this. A lot of parties lose a bit of agency when they go into government. You become the government. You don't. You still stay the party, but you can't disagree with government decisions. So if something comes up in two and a half years that ACT disagrees with or New Zealand first disagrees with, they can't just jump out and just say, oh, we disagreed with that one because they are the government. So how the National Party, ACT and New Zealand first have got together and been able to do this and look not just at the 
now, but in the future is going to be something that I'm looking at very closely. Look at it more of a, a contract, exactly. really, um, between three people. And 22 days for a contract is pretty good in my books. Couldn't agree more. Jason, have a good weekend. Appreciate it very much. And I think you're going to see the cleverness of Luxon here. For all the people who bagged him in the mergers and the acquisitions thing, I think what you're going to see in that document today uh, will show a businessman who knows exactly what he's doing. For more from the Mike Hosking Breakfast, listen live to News Talk ZB from 6 a.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.